0: There has already been a lot happening in 2024. And on this first episode of the Doctor Matters Podcast in 2024, I'm going to look at something that is really controversial, has been controversial, and I want to look at it from a biblical perspective. Stay tuned. Doctor Matters Podcast starts right now. Welcome to the Doctrine Matters Podcast, a tool to help believers rediscover true biblical doctrine and to help them understand and live out their faith in their homes, in their churches, and in their communities. Thank you for listening to this episode. Let's get right to it. Ferry Deo Gloria Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Doctrine Matters podcast. It has been a while since I have done an episode. It's been since last year. We're already one month and eight days into the new year, and this is the first episode that I've done. And It's not that there's a lack of content that could be done. There's plenty to do. There's plenty to talk about. There's plenty that we could talk about from the Bible. We could talk about many different doctrines of Scripture because they matter, But, man, we have been looking at a lot of things lately. I know that some of the last things I did, I looked at progressive Christianity from a biblical perspective and looked at three different sermons from a progressive Christian church out of Nashville and uh, came to the conclusion that progressive Christianity is no Christianity at all. And I think I finished, my last episode was about uh, the Satan Club entering into elementary school in Memphis, Tennessee, and I think I, I've done. I put some shorts out there, but uh, other than just some episodes, this is it. This is the first one in a few months. So, uh, And 2024 has started with a bang. There is a lot to talk about. And some of you may wonder if I'm going to be talking about the recent Alistair Begg controversy. And the, the answer to that is no, I'm not going to talk about that. There are people that have talked about it. Let me just say this about it. I'll only say this that I think we should pray for Alistair Begg. Instead of jumping to conclusions one way or the other, I think we should sit back, get on our hands and knees, and we need to pray for Alistair Begg and um, his comments and his seemingly doubling down on those comments. Just pray for the man and pray for his heart. Pray for repentance. And uh, instead of throwing the man in the fire, we'll pray for him. So that's all I'm going to say about that. I didn't think I would say anything, but there it is. But what I am going to talk about is something that I think, well, I know that I've wanted to talk about for a while now because it has been something that's been on my mind, on my heart, and it has to do with a very, very popular person. Now, this person has not only made headlines because of her music, but also because of her current boyfriend, who is Travis Kelsey for the Kansas City Chiefs, who is going to be in the Super Bowl. This week, and I'm talking about none other than Taylor Swift. And you may be wondering, why are you going to be talking about Taylor Swift? I'm going to show you and I'm going to tell you why Taylor Swift, in my opinion, is dangerous. So, uh, you've likely heard a lot about Taylor Swift recently from her Eras tour that came out in the movie theater to her romance with Travis Kelsey, tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. And you've likely heard that there's been a big to-do about how she's going to get from her show in Tokyo to Las Vegas for the game this Sunday. And Taylor Swift is everywhere. If you've watched any NFL game, specifically an, an, a Kansas City Chiefs game, you have seen her everywhere. You They put her face on everything, and it, it's just one of those things where it, it's about I'm tired of looking at her face, but – there was something that came out this week. Well, maybe not this week. Um, my days are running together. Yeah, it was it was on Sunday of life news.com on Facebook posted an article And life news.com or life news on Facebook is a pro-life um pro-life establishment. Um I don't know the ins and outs of how pro-life they are. Uh, but I do know they are a pro-life establishment, and they seek to put out news concerning abortion, uh, pro-life, and people that are pro-choice. And uh, they put out a, a, an article about Taylor Swift, and it's very troubling on many levels. But I'm going to show you why Taylor Swift is very dangerous, f- especially for younger people and even older people. Because I think that some of the older people that are my age are, are not really flocking to Taylor Swift. and. And just falling head over heels for her. But there is a large population, a large group of people that call themselves Swifties. And they are they think that she is some sort of God, it seems. And it's crazy. We're gonna get into some stuff. We're gonna see this. But I want to show you this article. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it here. It says Taylor Swift, and this is her quote I'm a Christian. And people with real Christian values support abortion. Now, before we move any further, let me just tell you where I stand on abortion, if you don't already know. I do fall into the category category of an abolitionist. I believe that there should be no heartbeat bills. I believe that abortion is murder. I believe that we should have laws that, that protect children from conception, and that if mothers and even fathers who have a, a hand— In murdering these children, I think they need to be held accountable in a court of law. Now, we can talk about what that looks like, how that shakes out in another time, but that is my view view on abortion. I believe it's murder, and I believe the scripture gives us a very clear indication that those who have a hand in abortion doctors, mothers, fathers, whoever should be held accountable in the legal system. So, that is my stance. On abortion, just in case you wanted to know, or just in case you cared. So here we are, Taylor Swift, and right out of the gate, we see a very troubling quote. I'm a Christian, and people with real Christian values support abortion. Now, we're going to look at this article in, in in depth here in just a few minutes, but what I want to say is Taylor Swift is in no way, shape, or form a model Christian. As a matter of fact, she's pro-LGBTQ. She is uh, she believes that men can marry men, women can marry women. She believes in all the transgender thing, and she has affiliated herself with a church who promotes these things, which would be a progressive Christian church. And I don't know where she is now, but at one time, the church that I did, the progressive Christian sermon critiques and looking at progressive Christianity, that church is where she went to church at one point and supported all of the LGBTQ stuff and uh, we just fell into this progressive Christian camp. And again, progressive Christianity is no Christianity at all. So when she says, I'm a Christian, what she really means to say is, I believe I'm a Christian. I think I'm a Christian. I'm a postmodern Christian, but in reality, I'm no Christian at all, which parents with young children or even teenage children or even young adult children, you need to be aware of Go look on YouTube at some of her things and, and the way she dresses, the way she acts, the way she uh, sings, the demonic looking things that are on stage. These things matter. And some of you may say, well, it's not that big a deal. And, and it really is. If you are a believer, when you should give yourself to the things of God and to the things of the word, but you give yourselves over to the things of the world, that is a huge deal. So if you are a professing Christian and you are a true Christian, you might want to get Taylor Swift out of your playlist and out of your life altogether. But here we are, Taylor Swift promoting Christianity, which is going to lead a lot of people astray for by thinking that she's a Christian and and, and advocating abortion and LGBTQ things and different things like that, which is going to lead people down the wrong path. So what we listen to, who we listen to, what we watch, who we follow matters. And here we find... This article from Taylor Swift, I'm a Christian and people with real Christian values support abortion. No, Miss Taylor Swift, that is false. People who are real Christians stand vehemently against abortion and are appalled by abortion. We consider it murder. But let's look and see what she says. This article says Taylor Swift seems to be, believe that she can be a Christian and support the killing of unborn babies in abortions. To which I say, I don't believe she can. In a new Netflix documentary about her life, Miss Americana, Miss Americana, tomato, tomato, Swift insists that she is a Christian, even though she promotes political causes that go against Christian teachings, CBN News reports. The celebrity has been increasingly vocal about her political beliefs over the past several years. In August, she told The Guardian that she supports legalized abortion. Obviously, I'm pro-choice, Swift said. A year earlier, she endorsed Democrat Phil Bredesen in the Tennessee Senate race against Republican Marsha Blackburn, a leading pro-life advocate. Blackburn won anyway and continues to be a strong voice for life in the U.S. Senate. In the new documentary, Swift talked about that moment when she decided to become more vocal politically. According to CBN, one clip from the film shows Swift trying to explain what led her to speak out on her political beliefs. Particularly, her endorsement of Democrat Phil Bredesen is the in the 2018 Senate race against pro-life Republican Marsha Blackburn, this was a situation where from a humanity perspective and from what my moral compass was telling me I needed to do, I knew I was right and I really didn't care about repercussions, Swift said. The excerpt depicts Swift arguing with her parents and publicist over whether to post social media messages regarding her entry into politics and the backlash it may cost. Swift and Blackburn's pro-life beliefs disgusted her. It's really basic human rights, and it's right and wrong at this point, and I can't see another commercial and see Blackburn disguising these policies behind the words Tennessee Christian values, she said in the Netflix special. Those aren't Tennessee Christian values. I live in Tennessee. I'm a Christian. That's not what we stand for. That's what Taylor Swift says in this documentary. Basic human rights should include rights for every human, including babies in the womb. But Swift does not believe in those rights, though she claims to be a Christian. She may be misleading her impressionable young fans as well. And I do believe that is the case. Christianity teaches that abortion is wrong because it kills an innocent human being created in God's image. I agree 100%. The Bible may not specifically mention the word abortion, but it clearly does condemn the life-destroying practice. Even in ancient times, babies in the womb were viewed as valuable, as is evident in Luke one forty one. Jesus placed great value on children when others in society did not, in Matthew chapter 19.14. And Proverbs 6.16 and 17 states that one of the things God hates most is the shedding of innocent blood. One of the Ten Commandments prohibits murder. Swift could do a lot of good with her huge international platform. Instead, she has chosen to support abortion. And that is what she has done recently. She has come out in favor and, of course, of abortion here. And uh, as mentioned, her pro-LGBTQ stance. And th- this article is right. The The, the writer of this article, uh, I don't see, yeah, uh, Micaiah Bilger, uh, I don't know if I'm saying that right, is uh, the writer of this article here. But uh, they're right. This is they're correct um she's leading her fans astray. Now, you may say, well th- what if they're not Christian fans? And that's 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 fine. Those people need to hear the gospel and repent and believe. But there are so many people that profess to be Christians that follow her every move, that go see her do her concerts and they will squall and cry like little babies. Much like what we see uh, back in the the older time, well, back in the Elvis days, the Beatles, um, and even in my day, Michael Jackson, I saw people acting like this, and this is the exact way they act in this day and age with Taylor Swift, and it's many people are professing Christians, and she has become an idol for many. One of the things uh, that I found disturbing was an Inside Edition. Uh, Inside Edition did a uh, a 67 second piece about Taylor Swift fans claiming that they do not even remember the concert that they went to. Now This is weird because I remember a lot of concerts that I went to and I don't know what's going on here. Uh, there are some people that are even saying they put that she put spells on her fans. I'm not going to go into that. I don't know about all that. That's some witch stuff that I'm just going to leave, uh, for somebody else to talk about, but I'm not going to talk about that, but I do want to play this because it's interesting to me that people can't remember the concert that they paid. I'm sure large amounts of money for, uh, so we're just going to watch this together and, uh, we'll see what they have to say here. For Swifties, seeing Taylor Swift live is a dream come true. But for some of these diehard fans, they have no memory of their concert experience. It's being called Taylor Amnesia. You heard that right. Some fans can't remember the concert they attended just moments earlier. That's what happened to 32-year-old Nicole Booz, who saw Taylor earlier this month in Philadelphia. You spent almost a... Let me stop here. If you're watching... Um, I'm going pause it here just briefly, but if you're watching would a Christian dress like this in front of thousands and thousands and thousands of people, and ultimately millions of people that see the Eras Tour movie and different videos and things like this, and I'm not sure how many people have seen this video, but would a Christian dress like this, and I'm not trying to be legalistic or you know trying to be the the morality police here or the modesty police, but I can tell you from for a fact that uh, I don't see young ladies dressed like this in my church. And I see young ladies that truly profess Christ walking around downtown or, or in their jobs dressed like this. So she has a faulty view of what it means to be a Christian, and this is not it. This is not the representation of one. So um, I I just wanted to point that out. I didn't want to um, leave it too long. Philadelphia, you spent... Almost $1,000 on a ticket, right? And you can't yeah. remember anything? It felt like so surreal. Afterwards, as we were leaving, I was like, did she play this song? I don't remember this song. I don't remember her doing that. And just little things like that. But I do remember going to the concert. Doctors say Taylor amnesia is a very real phenomenon. Emotion and memory are closely intertwined. And you, if you have a strong emotion, you can either heighten a memory or you can suppress it. And the Taylor Swift concerts, it looks like. It was so exciting that they forgot a lot of it. Taylor Amnesia. They were so excited that they forgot a lot of everything that was happening there. They were so emotionally involved that they forgot what was going on. They have suppressed everything. And that is that is not good. I I, I just... I don't understand how this is something that professing Christians can be a part of that they can continue to listen to this music. That is really not good. It's not God honoring. It's not God fearing. And this woman has become an idol for many people. And in the Bible, in first John chapter five, the very last thing that John says here in this book, in verse 21, it says this, and this is where we really need to get into uh, biblical thinking as it relates to things like this and the amnesia of Taylor Swift and the, the terrible theology of Taylor Swift and how, how Taylor Swift has become an idol for many. But if you're a professing Christian, if you are a, a professing Christian who has children involved in Taylor Swift, listen to this carefully. John is clear. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. And I can't help but think about Moses in the book of Exodus uh, when he's getting the Ten Commandments and he comes down the mountain and the people have created a golden calf. They've created an idol for themselves. When God was clearly giving them instruction, they weren't patient. They weren't waiting. They weren't seeking, yet they made an idol. They fashioned an idol. And and John Calvin says that our hearts are a perpetual factory of idols. And that's true. We can make idols out of anything. Like I, my phone is right here. We can make idols out of our, our cell phones. We can make idols out of, guess what? Many of you probably read. We can make idols out of books. I mean, I have books behind me. I have bookshelves full of books. This book happens to be a collection of Charles Spurgeon sermons that has just been Like a treasure chest that I've loved reading from to to read these old sermons, but these things can become idols as well. Uh, Right over my shoulder, right here in this room, right outside my office, is our living room, and there's a TV on, on the wall above the fireplace. That can become an idol as well. So I'm not just saying Taylor Swift is an idol that we have to X out of our lives. I'm saying that we have to X out a lot of things that we replace with God's word, with prayer, with Church attendance, all of these things that we have put before God have become idols. Our computers, our spouse, our children have become idols in many cases. you see parents that that uh, w- w- will neglect one another because they're putting their kids above each other, right They're making their kids the main thing when I don't believe that is the case. I don't believe that God has has designed us that way. So we have all of these idols, our hearts, our perpetual factory of idols, our minds. We can conjure up and think things. Our thoughts become idols and our thoughts become, uh, we, we put these idols that we think up and dream up and make up and we, we, we put it to our hands, much like the people on the mountain did with the golden calf. They needed something to worship, so they created it. So we can create many idols and Taylor Swift in our culture has become an idol. Just look at any football game. When the Chiefs are playing, and Taylor Swift is is the god. Taylor Swift is the god that the cameras keep cutting to. Taylor Swift is the god for all of these young girls, all of these young boys that that go to these concerts and they they video themselves screaming and crying, and they can't even uh, they can't even stay locked in and focused on the words that are being sang or sung. Which I, you use that word, but because it's become an idol, they don't. In these moments, the things of God don't matter which is why I want to encourage you. You may say, well, I don't, I, I don't like Taylor Swift. Don't listen to her. I can't stand the way the NFL continues to cut to her. Matter of fact, I can't even stand the NFL. I, I, I'm there with you. But there are many idols that you and I both have, and we need to get these things out of our lives. We need to kill these things because these idols can slowly begin to grow and then consume us. They can tabernacle or have dominion in our lives, and that becomes a very big problem because our God, the Bible says, is a jealous God. He he yearns jealousy over us. So if we're giving our time and our attention and our resources to things other than him, then that jealousy is going to be there, and he is going to be jealous over us. And he is a God that is just, a God that will receive his glory one way or the other. Idols come crashing down. Let me just say this. Your spouse makes a bad idol. Taylor Swift makes a bad idol. Uh, Your phone makes a bad idol. Facebook, social media, YouTube, they all make bad idols. Books make bad idols. Uh, Even theology. I've said this before. Knowing proper theology can become an idol because you can be so consumed about what you're learning and wanting to be right that it becomes. An idol that you don't let it go from your hand to your from your head to your heart and out to your hands and to your feet and with your mouth. Um, a lot of times we see things in our kids, we make them idols. We got to do for them. We have to do this. We have to make sure they're fed clothes, and we do have to make sure they're fed Clothes, a bad idea. But we have to make sure they're at all their practices on time. We have to make sure we do this for them and do that for them and do this for them. And do, everything revolves around our kids, everything that revolves around anything other than Christ. Is an idol, and we must get rid of it. But I do say, I do want to say, if uh, you know people, or if your own family has given themselves over to the the lie that Taylor Swift is the newest young thing for young people, and you have uh, people in your family or you yourself have given over to Taylor Swift and 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 just fallen into that trap, I pray that you would repent and get out of that because that is not a Christian. That person, Taylor Swift, will lead you to hell faster than anything else in this world will, or just as fast. She is not a Christian, and I have no problem saying that. Um, So we need to be careful what we let in, what we listen to, what we watch, what we give ourselves to, because those things can lead us to destruction. I can't stand it when somebody says, I'm a Christian and I support abortion no and no those two things do not go together that's light and darkness and they cannot coexist as bad as that bumper sticker wants us to coexist and be together and and love one another and and and, and just come alongside each other and, and and shake hands and kiss babies together no we can't do that the light and dark cannot mix they cannot coexist the light drives out the darkness so for somebody to say i'm a christian but i support abortion I'm a Christian, but I support LGBTQ. I'm a Christian, but I can't stand politicians who uh, go against uh, what I think and believe. Those people aren't Christians. People that are true Christians will say, I love Christ. They'll they'll not wear things like we saw Taylor Swift wear. Uh, they'll They'll change their lyrics in their songs. They won't allow people to look at them as an idol. They'll tell them to stop. But that's not the case. And that's what idols do. They'll grab you. They'll keep you they'll keep you from the things of God and you'll wish that you hadn't let that bite you because idols are like a snake they bite you and they don't let go so you must repent you must lay those down yourselves you must cut the head off those idols and submit to Christ submit to the things of God submit to the word and I'll leave you with this again 1 John chapter 5 verse 21 little children Keep yourselves from idols. It's that simple. We have a lot of idolatry going around in our world today. And I pray that whatever is holding you captive, whatever you're giving yourself to, I pray that you would lay it down, repent of it, turn from it, and run to Jesus. Run to the Word of God. Run to the things of God and to the people of God. Get these idols out of our lives. Understand where Christianity begins and where it ends and where fake Christianity comes along. To hear something like this from one of the most famous people in the world is troubling, and I hate to hear it, and I hope you hate to hear it as well. Cut these idols out of your lives. Get rid of them, and live for the glory of God. Until next time, thank you for listening, and God bless.